Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast, helping professionals make the impact that they were meant to make. This episode is going to be a little bit controversial, potentially in the beginning. It's called the Overton Window and the Cleaning Industry. Stick with me the whole time. I do want to open with a very surreal, sobering story that I just got to experience with my son, Kenny. I was in Dallas with Kenny for a podcasting conference in August. It was a blast, especially hanging out with my son. We had a lot of fun. We stayed at the downtown Sheraton, which afforded us the ability to walk the city a bit. I also had the opportunity to connect in person with two former guests of the Smart Cleaning School. I went to lunch with Greg Shepard from Sail Around the World. We had a blast walking around the city, or sailing around the city, (laughs) and enjoying a quality Mexican meal. Greg is a friend and definitely a mentor. He stretches me big time. The day after lunch with Greg, I had a personal tour of Debbie Sardone's Buckets and Bows headquarters in Louisville, Texas, which was about a 35-40 minute Uber ride from our hotel. And then we grabbed breakfast after. Now, when I came out of the bathroom after the long Uber drive at Debbie's headquarters, I walked right into a Facebook Live for Debbie's group with about 40 people on it. I had no idea that was happening. But uh, I guess doing podcasting has really prepared me to just walk into any environment and just be ready to go to be interviewed and to interview Debbie's entire staff. That was so much fun. It really was. And in case you're wondering who Debbie is, she has been a show sponsor for the past almost year now. Definitely check out her episode, A Buffalo Charges the Storm. She is a highly regarded coach in the residential cleaning industry, as well as a friend and mentor. Now back to my son and I walking around Dallas. Listen, I really, really wanted to visit Dealey Plaza. As a kid, I was so enamored with the movie JFK, starring Kevin Costner. The movie makes a compelling case for a second gunman on the grassy knoll. I have seen the Zapruder film so many times that I already felt like I've been there. I was wrong. Being there was different. Kenny and I walked into Dealey Plaza. I was in awe. It's preserved. Looks exactly like it did on November the 22nd, 1963. He knew a little bit about the Kennedy assassination. He knew much more about Lincoln's. So I did the best I could to describe it. And then I noticed there was this guy with a cycle and a bike helmet, and he was showing the Zapruder film and teaching people that were also on bikes. So why not walk over? And that's what we did. He was explaining the details of the assassination. We stood on the side of Elm Street in front of the old Texas State Book Depository as this cyclist pointed to the sixth floor corner window of the depository. The window was half open with boxes 
that were arranged exactly as they were in the crime scene photographs. That's the window that Lee Harvey Oswald was snipering in. Is that a word, snipering? He was positioned there as a sniper. The cyclist then paused the video and he pointed to the first large X on Elm Street. He said, this is where JFK was struck the first time in the neck. He played the Zapruder film. We could see Kennedy grab his neck. It was too surreal. He kept the film running as JFK was struck with the kill shot. He then pointed to the second X on Elm Street. (sighs) On November 22nd, 1963, that X is where an American president was assassinated. It was chilling. We thanked him for his history lesson and walked the plaza. We stood on the X and took a picture. We stood on the grassy knoll and took a picture. We stood where Abraham Zapruder took the movie, and yet we took a picture. It was much, much different in real life. Dealey Plaza, like I said, is virtually unchanged in almost 60 years. History is powerful especially when we can be there in person. Do you feel like you're swimming in the endless work of your house cleaning business with little hope of the income and freedom you started for in the first place? It's called the Valley of Despair. Do you relate? I met Debbie Sardone several years ago and have personally observed several of my industry friends turn their businesses around and reach seven figures with cleaning business fundamentals, CBF. Check out my interview with the CBF founder entitled, A Buffalo Charges the Storm with Debbie Sardone. Would you like to join the nearly 1,000 students and alumni of CBF? Debbie is offering free consultations to listeners of this show through the Smart Cleaning School Resources page to see if CPF could be the right solution for you. And remember what Debbie always says, for your business to change, you have to change. That was an experience that I'll never forget, and neither will Kenny. And there's a reason I wanted to share this story. In the early 1960s, John F. Kennedy was beloved and respected. He was a member of the Democrat Party and generally regarded to have political views left of center. He considered himself a liberal, yet he opposed communism, supported the Second Amendment, and voted for tax cuts. Plus, he was a World War II veteran. Those were positions held by the Democrat Party then. Here's the controversial statement. Today, these same policy beliefs that JFK had would likely have him enrolled in the Republican Party. This is not my opinion. You can search it online and read it for yourself. There'll be many arguing points on both sides because it's politics. Of course there will be. But that's not why I'm telling you this. I want to share a concept. So just allow me to continue. The point is this. JFK was assassinated. His political views haven't changed. I mean, they live on. So the question is, how could he even be considered if he were alive today a Republican versus what he thought to be a liberal Democrat 60 years ago? 
It's called The Overton Window, and I find it fascinating. I've been wanting to do a podcast on this for a long time. I just couldn't find any concept or way to connect it to the cleaning industry until today. I believe this concept is very important for each of you to know, whether it's in the area of politics, in religion and faith, or in any other area of life, this window exists. So let me now explain what it is. The Overton window represents the range of acceptable ideas at a given time in history. If you can imagine a spectrum from left to right, where the far left and far right are labeled unthinkable. That's not acceptable ideas. That's unthinkable ideas. As you move inward toward the center, the unthinkable changes to, that's just radical ideas. And then they become acceptable ideas as you get closer to center, and then sensible ideas, and then finally, popular ideas. In the center of the spectrum is simply the word policy. In other words, ideas that are inside the Overton window are considered safe, while ideas outside are viewed as too radical for the public to accept. The Overton window in 1960 during JFK's presidency was offset to the right of center. This means that the range of acceptable ideas in the country in 1960 favored more right-leaning thought or more towards the freedom side of the scale. This window has moved quite a bit in 60 years. Today, the range of acceptable ideas are more left-leaning. So here's the question that you probably should be asking. What causes the Overton window to shift? In the article, which I've linked in the show notes, from the Mackinac Center for Public Policy, they say this. Here's what shifts the Overton window. Think tanks, the media, entertainment, crises, or historical events. Anything that gets the idea out in the open to be discussed and debated has the potential to shift the window. I would agree that all of these circumstances have occurred since 1960. I mean, we just finished a worldwide pandemic. Is that considered a historical event, a crisis? Has there been a lot of media? Has there been a lot of stuff happening just in the past two years? Forget 60. How about the past two? This phenomenon called the Overton Window is how JFK could possibly be viewed differently today. He hasn't changed. The prevailing mindset and range of acceptable ideas has shifted more to the left. So someone who was left of center, he now appears to be center or quite possibly right of center. That's the Overton window shifting. You may have to look online to see an actual diagram of this so it makes sense. But let's move away from politics now. That was the controversial part. I was just hoping to share a story that we had at Dilly Plaza, connect that to our 35th United States president, JFK. And again, I wasn't trying to make a statement politically, and I wasn't trying to offend anyone. There's enough of that already. Again, I just wanted to explain the Overton window. And now that you understand it from a political standpoint, which is where it's, I think, used most often, I would like to change politics to two other Overton windows that affect me directly, and they likely affect you. The first one is schooling in America. I truly believe that the Overton window 
is shifting quickly to the right in the topic of homeschooling. It used to be a fringe element of society with the view that students don't develop social skills. They're weird. They're awkward. Homeschooling was outside the acceptable ideas, considered radical back in the day. But today, homeschool is more than just acceptable. I would say it's popular. It's encouraged. Listen to these stats. In the year 2016, 4% of U.S. students were homeschooled. Five years later, in 2021, that number rose to almost 7%. That means the number of homeschool students have almost doubled since the pandemic has happened. And for perspective, way less than 1% of school-aged children were homeschooled in the 1980s. And homeschooling didn't even cross 1% of the school-age population until the mid-1990s when I was in high school. It is remarkable to see this Overton window shifting to the side of homeschooling, and no single event has moved the window more than COVID-19. As a side note, check out the interview with my wife, Teresa Carfagno, called The Homeschool Whisperer if you would like to get more information about homeschooling. The final Overton window that I would like to introduce is the cleaning industry. Now the second part of our podcast title. Check out my podcast, which is linked in the show notes. The cleaning industry is exploding to see the statistics on the growth in our industry. This is an Overton window that is most exciting for listeners of this podcast. The stats show a clear shift in the acceptance of a household and office cleaner. My friend Ed Selkow has been around the industry for 50 years, and he shared the history of our industry in the podcast episode, Conspiracies in the Cleaning Industry with Ed Selkow. That's linked in the show notes as well. Cleaners were immigrants on the outside of buildings that were allowed to come inside. They were barely accepted in commercial buildings during World War II. No one hired residential cleaners either. The affluent would hire a maid to cook, clean, and do chores around the house. Did you ever see the Brady Bunch with Alice? That was a portrayal of the 1960s. If we take a peek at the Overton window for the cleaning industry at the time of JFK, It was not acceptable for homes and slightly acceptable for companies to hire a cleaning service. This sounds ridiculous today. As recent stats report that 10% of all homeowners hire an outside cleaning service and virtually all office settings require and budget janitorial services. The window is shifting toward cleaning services more and more. It's forecasted, now this is crazy, that 80% of homes will hire an outside service within the next few years. And here's a new mind-blowing stat by Allied Market Research, again, linked in the show notes. Check this out. The global cleaning services market size was valued at 55 billion 715 million dollars in 2020 and is projected to reach 111 billion 498 million 800,000 by 2030. 
registering a CAGR, compound annual growth rate, of 6.5% per year from 2021 to 2030. This is staggering to me as it encompasses all cleaning from office buildings to residential homes to floor care, upholstery care, cleaning and window cleaning. The worldwide market for cleaning is about to double by the year 2030. That's a major shift in the Overton window toward us. Can you get excited? Are you doing anything right now to capitalize on this growth? Go for it. That's right. Go for it. I'll say that again. Are you doing anything right now to capitalize on this growth? Go for it. It's coming and it could define generational wealth for your family. Okay, let me end with a word of caution now. The Overton window shifts both directions. Political windows can shift the other direction. Homeschooling could come back and the Overton window for cleaning could also shift. The future is always changing. In the second interview that Ed Salcow did with me called The Future of the Cleaning Industry, he predicts that technology will swallow up cleaning operators, and he's not the only one that thinks this. There will likely come a point in time where robots and sensors and technology that can almost drive people around underground tunnels, thank you, Elon Musk, will oust humans in cleaning? Is this possible? Definitely possible. I saw my friend Greg Shepard push a button on his Tesla when I was in Dallas hanging out with him, and it parallel parked itself perfectly with space in front and behind and six inches from the curb. I'm good, but the stinking computer is better. And these cars will be driving around underground tunnels, and who knows, he wants to colonize Mars. I'll just say this, whether this happens or not, look, technology is always changing. It's likely to come to a point in time when this does happen. I don't know when, I have no idea of the timeline, but I do know this would probably shift the Overton window back toward cleaning professionals are outside of the acceptable range of ideas. What does that mean? That means robots and technology are taking over the need for actual people to do the cleaning. It's very possible. I'm not trying to be pessimistic. This is an exciting episode, and I love what Allied Market Research is forecasting for this next decade. It's super exciting. But that is the advantage. That's the opportunity. We need to take advantage of that in this industry while we have it. We don't know what the next decade holds, the decade of the 2030s. I am just being balanced. Since we're doing a political message in the beginning, this is fair and balanced. Not to the left, not to the right, not too optimistic, not too pessimistic, just probably what is reality is that there's a huge growth curve coming and then there's a potential of a slowdown. Now look, Ed Selkow predicted this as well in his episode, but he also said, look, those that get ahead of this and those in our industry that move with technology can still stay ahead of the curve and still grow. This is where the greatest companies, the greatest new companies in our industry will be created. 
So I hope that you're one of those people. I hope that I'm one of those people. So let's pull this to a close. The Overton Window. Do you understand what it is now? Are you going to go check it out? It's pretty cool. And now do you understand the connection to the cleaning industry? And I also talked about homeschooling. There's a lot of information that I've shared on this episode. I've sent you many links in the show notes to different research articles and different podcasts that I've run. Go check them all out and see for yourself. So before we close, I do want to give a shout out and a thank you to this episode's sponsor. Check out my interview with the CBF founder entitled Buffalo Charges the Storm with Debbie Sardone. Debbie is offering free consultations to listeners of this show through the Smart Cleaning School resources page at smartcleaningschool.com backslash resources to see if CBF could be the right solution for you. With that, have an incredible day. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School. Class is dismissed. 